At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Fun Friday. Welcome back to House of Wrestling. It's me, Nick Hausman, joined as I am twice a week by my good friend, Innes McVeigh. Innes, welcome back to House of Wrestling. Thank you, Nick. I'm very excited because tomorrow we have one of the rare international pay-per-views where I can actually watch a show at a normal time. I can look out and I will still see the sun outside. I'm very, very happy. Oh, man. It's it's nice. You know, it's, it is. it's, 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 very it's, nice. it's, it's, it's good not having a New Japan, an American New Japan pro wrestling schedule. <laughs> Yeah, it's for every pay per view. It's not that fun staying up till four or five in the morning to watch wrestling. It's 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 quite a, a, a hassle. Well, if you are watching us live, you're watching us record live. You are a clubhouse member. We thank you so much for your patronage. And if you are listening to us in podcast form or for free after the fact on YouTube or wherever, we appreciate the hell out of you as well. We got a lot going on here today. Very loaded run sheet at the end of the show. Uh, I didn't pull it up, but I know I have the file. There'll be a little bit of shenanigans at the at the end when I have to pull it up and do it. But we're going to have Candice LeRae at the end of the Excellent. show here today. And it's it's genuinely my favorite. Well, I had a couple favorites. This is one of my favorites from Rumble Weekend uh, because uh, everything fell off the tracks. Uh, children ran through the shot. They got very excited about <laughs> the new day. You know, it's always, I think interviews are always better when stuff goes wrong. It's always, it's a little too nice when things go normal. Stuff has to go wrong for, for unique things to happen. Well, then you're going to love the shit out of this interview. <laughs> because it is wacky. I don't know mm. that there's any news in it, uh, but it's a lot of fun. I'll say that. Excellent. So, so stick around. <laughs> Me and... Candice LeRae, and, and a cameo from the New Day as well. Um, on today's show, at the uh, we'll try to get to all this. We've got new New Japan Pro Wrestling Champions, AEW's latest backstage hire, Brock Lesnar's WWE 2K24 status. We, of course, are going to preview and try to give some predictions here for the Elimination Chamber. Um, but first, man, um, we you told me about this on Wednesday, and I meant for us to talk about this on Wednesday, and I just blanked mm. probably because... Uh, I'm horribly traumatized by all of this. Um, yeah, but I mean, also, we had an episode without talking about Vince. So, listen, I wasn't going to complain. We managed to get there eventually. You're right. It was a non-Vince episode. But unfortunately, we have this quote here from John Cena from the Howard Stern Show. And interestingly, uh, Howard Stern's team sent me a press release about this appearance. Oh, really? And, Interesting. Yeah, very, I, you know, the people that reach out to Nick Hausman. And um, there you go. Right. But they (laughs) sent me their official kind of release about this appearance and they have like seven videos chopped up. Right. They got all these quotes and stuff. But interestingly, this quote I'm about to read, not included in any of the Hmm. press materials for this particular Howard Stern appearance. Isn't that odd? Interesting that I wonder I wonder why they would cut that out. Hmm. I wonder what the content, what the contents of it is. And maybe that'll give us a hint. 
Well, let's let's hear. I'm going to read this. I'm not going to try to do a John Cena impersonation. Uh, <laughs> I'm a general kind of white guy, so I unlike Ennis, I have no Scottish accent. I just speak nope. like an American, and uh, so this will just be just envision John Cena here. Now, here's the quote. He's asked about the Vince McMahon allegations, and he says, "I don't think it's complicated to talk about. It's complicated to listen to." Yikes. That's why I don't necessarily put a lot of time and equity into it. Double yikes. There's still a long way to go. I can say this. I'm a big advocate of love and friendship and honesty and communication. In the same breath, I'm also a big advocate of accountability. If someone's behavior lies so far outside of your value system that the balance shifts of, I can't operate in a world where this works, that's the end result of being accountable. Right now, I'm going to love the person I love. Be their friend. Pause. That person is Vince McMahon. Just want to really yes. hit that home. Yes. He then goes on to say, I love you. You have a hill to climb. There is the saying of you don't know who your friends are until shit hits the fan or your back is against the wall. That doesn't make any of what's going on any easier to swallow. Just telling someone you love them, it's a hill to climb and we'll see what happens. That's that. It sounds so cliche. But it has to be one day at a time. I'm openly said I've openly said I love the guy. I have a great relationship with the guy. And that's that. It's largely my construct of operating with honesty and communication. Those are strong leads to handling any problem or achievement. The whole thing is super unfortunate and it sucks. It deals with an individual I love. Again, pause. Not Janelle Grant, Vince McMahon, return, and an entity I love. I want everyone to have the experience that I have. Not only do I tell a friend that I love them, but I switch to the entity and say, how can I help? Oof. Ow. Woof. Oof. Yeah, that is... Um, I'm not super surprised because, let's be honest, John Cena does not have a great history with handling controversies like this, but... My God, that I that is a tone deaf response if I've ever read one. Wow, this man, like, <laughs> oof. Uh, it sounds like he's talking about the victim rather than the person accused. It's baffling. So bad, so bad. This is why The Rock hasn't said anything because he put his foot in his mouth. <laughs> like this. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, uh, just an awful take, um, especially considering the allegations. I would say as little as possible. And then you counter, you contrast this with somebody like Bret Hart, right? Mm -hmm. Who's like, yeah, I, I had a fatherly relationship with Vince, right? That is no longer the case, mm -hmm. you know? And, and like you see growth there. Honestly, John's uh, sentiment and thoughts on this particular issue, I find to be so disturbing that I would not be shocked if this man winds up having to testify in either of the SEC or DOJ investigations. If he is so close with Vince that he still loves this man and he wants to help this man. Oh my Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, I really wonder what is it. it, it mm. Even John Laurinaitis is distancing themselves from. I this know guy. it's it's well, it's like even in contrast because like I think right within the hour, Randy Orton comments about it also came out. And granted, his weren't as I think as strong as Bret Hart's, but it still had a much much better sentiment than this did. But yeah, it's it's baffling. Seth Rollins has been asked about it twice. He's like, it's yep. awful, and I hope anyone involved is held accountable. And that was that, right? It was like a couple sentences. Yep. 
this just he wrote a hallmark card to a man who's a, a, a credibly accused sex trafficker i'll say that right allegedly mm. but credibly right because yep. again this woman has a lot of experience a lot of evidence here this is a credible allegation that's why it's being taken seriously credibly of accused course. of sex trafficking yikes double yikes yikes yeah. yikes yikes um uh i don't know what else to say there is to say about this just like like, yeah, it's it's just a really. I'm not again. I'm not super surprised because again, Cena's had a history of this, unfortunately. But it just, I don't know what it would take for this to turn because it seems like this situation just can't look get look any worse on the outside. It's like I'm gonna go see my friend Vince McMahon in Taiwan, a property of the <laughs> Chinese Republic. <laughs> oh God, he's oh man. Hey, John, what do you think about what's going on in Gaza? Oh, no, 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 stop, stop, <laughs> stop. Yeah, no, let's, let's not, because mm, mm, I don't trust them to make a, a nice comment on that. I don't trust, I don't know, oh. I, I can't, I, I can't unsee this, unfortunately. I can see this. Um, mm. not that I, it's not that I can't. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the chamber, uh, which sure. you will be able to watch live. And uh, it's, uh, it's going down tomorrow. We had a press event, I guess, this morning in the wee hours of the morning, where uh, Michael Cole, uh, I find this to, to be interesting. Uh, he said that it took over a month to get the Elimination Chamber structure to Perth as they were originally transporting it through the Suez Canal, but were thwarted by pirates. So instead, <laughs> it was... Instead, wow, it was instead, it was driven from Miami to LA, shipped to Sydney, and then transported via train to Perth um yeah well <laughs> and it's it's 2024 sounds... how how are we still getting stuff thwarted by pirates what this is it sounds ridiculous but it's actually a very serious problem right now true this is the, true the, 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 these pirates uh have caused a lot of commerce mm. issues and uh it sounds whack it does sound like the basis of a hollywood film yeah. right like wwe stuff and well, you picture the stereotypical pirate but it's certainly not that Obviously. No, no, it's more like uh, what was that Tom Hanks movie, uh, Captain? I've seen a lot of comparisons made to that. I don't know what film it is, but I have seen quite a few made to that. I want to say Captain Ahab, but I know that's not right. Mm. Um, but anyway, Captain Phillips, I believe it was. That's it. So, uh, just a little anecdote there uh, about how difficult it was to get this actual structure to um, uh, Sid or Perth, Australia. But before we get to the chamber matches themselves, uh, let's talk about uh, what is quickly become one of the most important segments on the show, the Grayson Waller effect, mm. as he's going to have Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins on. And uh, some interesting, you know, updates here as far as Cody and Seth go. Uh, the Observer saying that Cody, and we already kind of knew this, but Cody was told the day of the Rumble, the plan was for Rock versus Roman, despite his Rumble win. And it sounds like the match between Cody and Roman then would be held off for a later date, which again... I don't know who's huffing lead over there, dude, but that is a terror. Like, why? What? It's so weird. I mean, I guess it gets Roman Rock in the main event, but still, it just makes the rumble look silly because what's the point? Well, and you also know the fans want Cody to get this opportunity. So you're going to purposefully give them something and then take it away, which you know is going to get you heat and then kind of force uh, the rock into the situation. This does just sound like the rock came in with demands does it not yeah and they've just had to as we so eloquently put it over the last couple of weeks wing it which yes, yes. is becoming a very apparent 
Yes, it, it does feel like they're just winging it. Um, and you know, because Hunter has certainly uh, been consistently booking a product that I think the fans have been enjoying. This just yeah. all feels so different than any of that, right? Even the tone, yeah. and I don't want to beat a dead horse because we talked about the promo a lot, but even the tone of the Rocks promo on Friday, I felt just so unlike what the product has been right like recently. And I don't know if that, uh, if I really kind of thought that was for the better. It just felt mm. different to me. Felt it, off. It, cer- it certainly feels like there's some sort of like creative clash between Hunter's vision and most likely Dwayne's vision. So then on submission radio, Seth Rollins said he's open to a match against the rock at WrestleMania for the world uh, heavyweight championship, which is something I think would, I I would prefer that than this tag match, which we've gone down the road with. But what do you think is going to be, what do you think uh, is going to go down in this segment here? Do you think we get the match and out you tag announcement? We get, what do you think happens here? I don't know if you can do the match announcement because rock's not there. I feel like you have to have rock there to do the match announcement. I, I suppose they could do like a tease, but they've been teasing it for weeks now. I feel like you do need something certain. Okay, so here's here's the only way I see this happening, right? Mm. And I would hope it goes like this. It probably won't, but I think you do have The Rock in Australia. Okay. I think it's a surprise, right? And I have him take out somebody in the chamber match. I put him in the chamber. I mean, it's the only way I could think to get this thing back on the rails is the, the bloodline is there. They're breaking rules. Mm. They're going to force their way into this match. They're going to take all the titles, yada, yada, yada. They have said, and obviously, you know, they can, it's WWE says, so you can take their opinion whether you want to or not. Triple H has said Rock's not there in a radio interview, and The Rock has also said in a promo he's not going to be there. So, hey, okay. You never know, but he's probably not going to be there, but it's worth pointing out. But I would, I would be, I would prefer it if he was there. But if he's not there, then they're kind of limiting what they can do. I mean, you could announce the chamber match, the the tag match, but. Hey, eh. this this whole thing's been so freaking winging it why not just have solo sokoa attack uh <laughs> la Knight? take him out of the Did it for the rock there we He's go do, doing it for the rock he goes solo sokoa wins the chamber shows up on friday and says my high chief i have brought you a wrestlemania championship opportunity and uh, solo sokoa delivers a match against seth rollins to dwayne the rock johnson I, w- I would be more interested in that. I just don't think they're going to do it. I think we're locked into the tag match at this point, which I just fine. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's my whole thoughts on this. This is the thing. It's just, eh, whatever. The thing is, they still have, like, what, five, six weeks to go, so maybe they can make me interested, but, eh. I think, I think, you'd, I think they're going to do the tag match night two. I think Cody has the belt. I think Seth has the belt at the end of night one. And then they have to put their titles on the line against Rock and Roman on night two. I don't know what else. I mean, you got to do the tag match the first night and then make these guys yeah. wrestle again the next night. It's, I don't know, man. I hate this plan. Yeah. They took what I was just, a perfectly good build and ruined it. I just don't want them. I don't want Seth tied too closely to it. I would personally rather have Seth have a separate thing. He can still be in the tag match and tied in it somewhat, but I would rather he get his own match and little story going into WrestleMania. But. All right. Well, we we have Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. Who's your pick to walk out the winner? I think it's got to be Drew. I think over the last couple of weeks, I think it's if it wasn't for for the other match, I would say this is a foregone conclusion. But I think Drew is the obvious choice here. 
Well, I'll do Drew as my obvious choice. My less obvious choice, I'm going to keep Solo Sokoa in mm. the wings. I'm going to have him do it for The Rock <laughs> just, like his, just like his dad did. No, his dad uh, is Umaga, not, not Rikishi. Sorry about that. Cool uh, uh No, it's, they're different people, Ennis. I screwed <laughs> up, all right? <laughs> I screwed that one up. That was my bad. You tried think... to swerve away, and I just brought it back in. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want to look away from my mistakes. I want to become a better person. Okay. Good. Right. I'm glad you're holding yourself accountable, unlike a certain Mister Cena. Somebody has to. Um, <laughs> women's. So the women's chamber match is going to have Becky, Bianca, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez. But the Observer noting that it would have been Jade Cargill in this match instead of Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, but that plan got changed. And on Monday night, Raquel won the battle Royal instead of Jade. Jade was left out of the battle Royal entirely. And the logic seems to be that they've done so much building towards Becky Lynch versus, um, uh, uh Oh my God. I'm totally blanking right now. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, not a sky, uh, Becky versus Rhea. And so to kind of put Jade in there and have her lose after losing at the rumble, they, I guess don't see that as a great presentation, which fine. But again, but these are like usually with the chamber, like I don't know. There's kind of oh maybe it's somebody. These are pretty obvious winners. I feel like this time. Yeah, around. I was gonna say I, even more so than the men's one. This seems almost certain that Becky's winning. I mean, they literally basically telegraphed it at that kickoff event like two weeks ago. So I, I mean, I'd be open. I mean, all the people in this match, I think, I'd be relatively open to, apart from maybe like Naomi or. Or Liv or Tiffany, someone who has less of a story. But Becky, it just seems like, you know, the obvious choice. I wouldn't even hate Tiffany. I would hate Tiffany or Naomi. You're right. I mean, all these women, I think, would would be fine. But the match they've been building towards is is, is Becky and Rhea. Um, yeah. And Tiffany Stratton getting the win here and going on to win WrestleMania in her rookie year uh, would really... Eh, it's it would be good. It'd be good. I just don't think there's as good a story there as it would be with Becky. I think Becky's just uh, the best story possible. But it certainly wouldn't be a bad option for anyone else. Well, um, this is going to be a women's heavy PLE. Uh, three well. women's three women's matches, only two men's matches on this show. Mm. Uh, is that um, ever? I'm going to have to look into that. Has that ever like happened on a pay per view before? There's been more women's I, matches than men's. I feel like there was a. I think was it the Money in the Bank in Vegas in 2022. Mm. Well, I don't okay. know why my brain works like this, but I feel like I had that. <laughs> I feel like I had that same thought at that paper or that ple yeah. um but I'll i could be wrong that after because i'm curious that's an interesting very, statistic very very rare though um for the women to have the majority of the card so we have the women's tag team match going down the kabuki warriors asuka and kari sane uh gonna be def- with eosky defending against candace LeRae and indy hartwell um i mean i could see candace and indy picking up the win here just to create some kind of dissension you know, maybe you have uh, Bailey and, and Dakota Kai cost them the titles here, right? To kind of set up it some could. more friction, possibly. Possibly, I I think honestly, this match is more so just to get Indy on the card because she's been, you know, such she's obviously the, the hometown with being in, in Australia and the fans over there love her. I don't. Right. If they had been more, if Indy and, and Candice have been like more prominent on TV as of late, I would maybe say yes. But it kind of feels like ever since Candice came back, they've not really done a huge amount with them, which is a shame because I really loved their stuff in NXT. But. I don't know. I mean, I'd be open to it. I'd be very happy with it, but it just, it would seem a bit out of nowhere to me. Yeah, well, again, you get that feel-good moment with Indy in front of the hometown crowd if she wins. And again, I just, 
from a storytelling perspective, uh, I, I think more dissension, more kind of a, a tear, you know, miscommunication with damage, using this as a device to create more tension, to put more intrigue into Bailey and Eosky. Uh, that's just personally what I do. So I'll go with Candice and uh, Indy Hartwell here for the win. I'll go with Kabuki Warriors then. There we go. We can s- space off for a little bit and we'll see who ultimately comes out on top on Monday. Well, talk about hometown heroes. Rhea Ripley. Uh, she's going to defend her Women's World Championship against Nia Jax. And uh, this is going to be her... Uh, wasn't she Zelina Vega's opponent at Backlash? Uh, yes, I believe she was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she was. Because Zelina made a comment about her like, well, this this is your moment based on like Rhea mocking her over the, the Backlash reaction and crying. So, yeah, I think she was. I, this place is going to go crazy for Rhea Ripley. Well. I mean, it went crazy for like Buddy Murphy back in like what 2018, and he was only a two two or five live guy, so it's gonna be even nuts for her. They're they're not gonna have Nia Jax beat Rhea Ripley, right? No, God, could you imagine? (laughs) I mean, there is a story with Nia and Becky goes back to the punch in the face. There is a story there. It would be ridiculous if Nia beat her in her home country, but I'm not putting it past them. Man, yeah, right? Uh, you know, think about it this way. You could have Rhea lose her title. Then you have the Judgment Day taking on, I guess they're called New Catch Republic, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. I hate that name. Oh, is that the na- Why? Why are they not using British Strong Style? They used it in I, NXT. I don't. I have New Catch. On Mustache Mountain. I have. Here, I'm going to oh, Google wow. this. I pulled New Catch. I've never heard of this. Style. I mean, it's not a terrible name, but British Strong Style right there, and I'm fairly sure... There's no trademark issues with that. I did pull this from Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a real thing. Yeah, they. they oh they... yeah, no WWE files trademark on New Cash Republic as a real thing. Yeah. yeah, no, no, as of a week ago. Yeah, there's Metro Metro.co.uk six days ago. Headline: Beloved WWE tag team gets new name, but fans aren't happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no wonder. I mean, it's an okay name, but eh, British Strong Style's right there. Oh, British whatever. Strong Style, much better. Also, we have a quarter catch crew in NXT at the moment. Way too many catches. Way yeah, too many I catches. I mean, the, for, for such a, you know, rare style of wrestling as it is, it's, there's a lot of focus on WWE lately. Well, you know, you could have Rhea lose her title. You could have the Judgment Day lose their tag titles here to, to Dunn and Bait. And uh, that would, be, you know, maybe surprise money that bank cash in here from Damian Priest on the road to, to WrestleMania. What do you think they're going to do with Damian Priest money in the bank case? Because it feels like they've missed the boat on it to me. I don't know. Because they, they, they there was a whole idea, I think a couple months ago, Damian literally said, I can't cash in on Seth because he's injured. Which, that that's the entire point of money in the bank. They've done it countless times. What it just kind of ruins the whole concept of it. So I don't know what they can do to make it look interesting anymore. I would bet that they haven't thought past WrestleMania. So they're just like, we'll figure it out. You know, maybe they've got some loose ideas um, hmm. going forward, but starting to feel more and more like a guy who's going to have a filled cash into me. Yeah. I don't, I, I think, is it maybe, it might have been better to have LA Knight win it back then. But again, I don't know if they could have seen like the whole stuff with punk and rock coming in. So I think yeah. it would still be in the same situation there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see here. But yes, uh, we have, so we're both, say, we're both pretty safely saying Rhea, right? And yeah. then yeah. Judgment Day retains as well, or no? I'll go with the new catch Republic. Why not? I think I would like to see them as champions. I think be, I would solidify Pete turning back into Pete Dunn rather than Butch. 
man, if that's the opening bout and they lose the tag titles, my antenna are going to be straight up about a possible money in the bank cash in by the end of the show. Yeah. I mean, that would be a really interesting way to do it, especially with, I don't even know. Well, Roman's not there, I don't think. Seth and Seth, or Seth's the Grayson Waller effect. So I suppose you could do that. But... I was about to say you could do it in the Grayson Waller effect segment. Well, I you suppose got... you could. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, and then Waller is a skeezy little heel. He could probably get in on the beatdown or something or, you know, do something to get some attention on himself. Or maybe Damien goes for the cash-in and Cody stops him, right? That Maybe that could be part of the Grayson Waller effect segment. Just throwing it out it's, there. Yeah, it's been a while since he did even tried a cash-in, I think. So it'd be worth something just for intrigue more than anything else. Yeah, again, and you know what? As I say it out loud, them opening the show and losing the tag titles and then having everybody kind of on edge throughout the night about like, oh... Is there going to be a cash in now since Damian Priest is walking around all pissed off backstage in Perth, Australia? Mm. I, don't hate, I don't hate that. I think it'd be kind of cool. Not good. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Looking ahead to WrestleMania, the Observer saying that, or no, this is WrestleVotes was saying uh, that WWE and talks with Sylvester Stallone about a Philadelphia WrestleMania appearance. Of course, that was the backdrop to Rocky. Uh, as of now, Stallone has a scheduling conflict. Possible that changes, but yeah, I mean, pfft. You get Stallone doing the Rocky run-up in Philly to open the show. I mean, that's that's it. That's the whole thing, right? It's, it's wild that this WrestleMania looks like it's going to have more celebrity po- star power than the WrestleMania in Hollywood last year. It just seems bizarre to me. Well, I'm open to it, certainly. Is, is Stallone is not in the Hall of Fame right now. Okay. No, no, no. But, like, yeah, no. I, well, he, was, he did a Hall of Fame appearance, I think, to induct Hogan. But, I mean, you could maybe do something like that, yeah. Well, he's, I think he, didn't he like host Raw once? And like, I think he's appeared on SmackDown. Yeah, I, I was looking up a couple of days ago. He had like some sort of interview on Raw to promote Rocky Balboa. But yeah, um, there, I, yeah, there, I know of that. And I know obviously the Hall of Fame induction, but I don't they, know too much else. They've put two, they put people in for less. I could see them True. make it. If you can put Rocky <laughs> into the WWE Hall of Fame in Philadelphia, go for it. That is a, a I know. That is a layup of a decision. Um, well, one person who we're not going to be seeing around WrestleMania season on screen or in WWE 2K24. Well, actually, you will see him in 2K24, but it doesn't sound like you're going to be able to play him. As uh, Insider Gaming saying Brock Lesnar still in the game because it was far too late to fully remove every aspect of Brock Lesnar from this game. But he is unplayable unless you mod it. So... I'm not like a hacker, but Madi, mm. you have to you go in and like you can unlock Brock Lesnar. Is that what they're saying? So gen, so bef- generally, it more consists of like the so there's the P- on the console versions you can't really do anything like that, but on the PC version you can go in and change about with the codes and stuff. So what I would imagine has happened usually in the last couple of years, characters that are hidden away and locked get unlocked in the PC version, uploaded to the like custom creations hub that they have that then console players can download so what i would imagine is going to happen is brock will get unlocked by pc players uploaded to that server and then console players can get him through that so you won't be able to get him in the base game but i imagine fairly quickly you'll be able to get him through that and i imagine that some very inappropriate content with brock lesnar is going to be created oh yeah wwe 2k20 yeah there will be there was for years there was stuff with chris benoit so it's gonna be hell with him and vince so well that's gonna he, be intriguing he's not on the roster page as is vince mcmahon is also not on the roster page now this no. did not say anything about vince's inclusion in the game but i would guess is there's some iteration of vince like floating around that will also be pulled out 
I would imagine he's the same because Vince, if I remember right, in the last couple of games, you had Mr. McMahon, which was playable, and then Vince McMahon was a manager. So I would imagine it's the same situation where he's in there and you can probably unlock him through that. It's just you because they're doing the whole one of the modes is the 40 years of WrestleMania. And you have to imagine they'd have some sort of Vince involvement in that. So unless they've removed it at the last minute. So he's got to be still in there. I'd imagine so. Great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, it's fine. Next like, year, he will be gone completely. I think this is the most accurate kind of like uh, depiction of WWE being literally physically unable to scrub <laughs> off. Yeah, it really is. McMahon. <laughs> You know, He's still barely scratching on, holding there. <laughs> we'll get rid of him soon. <laughs> got a couple. Of, we got an AEW note here. Uh, they put out a press release announcing Jennifer Pepperman has been hired. She's going to be working side by side with Tony Khan uh, in helping with the creative direction of AEW. Former soap opera writer, former WWE writer, correct? That has worked with. Yes. Uh, and and the Observer saying she was very close with Mercedes Monet. And uh, a lot of people saw her leaving WWE, coming to AEW as her likely working specifically with Monet. But now it looks like more broadly she'll be involved with the product. Um, Good, but uh, we've seen a lot of these revolving door types with Tony Khan over the past. And it's becoming more fluid, I feel like. I hope hope that, you know, she comes in and, and gels and helps find a new direction. But... We had Jimmy Jacobs. We've had Will Washington, right? We have, yeah. uh, you know, there's any number of producers backstage. For a while, the EVPs were in the room. Now they're out of the room, covered in blood. I don't know what they're doing anymore. But, uh, you know, there's there's just this revolving door. And so uh, I, I, don't, I don't mean to be uh, jaded or glib, but I'll believe it when I see it, if we see a real change in, in, the, in the product of AEW with her infused into the creative mix. I think that makes sense. My, my my always thing was I I think it feels like they they hire people, but very much everyone works on on a bit of everything. Whereas I think AEW was at its best when it was more segmented. You know, you had certain people working on the women's division, certain people working on the men's division and stuff. I think that's that's a better way of going about it. I don't think they're going to do that just because the way the company's structured nowadays. But I mean, if if the if she maybe works more specifically on the women's division, then maybe it could help in that regard. But I don't know. Certainly, you know what? It is certainly nice to, to hear about more women represented backstage Definitely. at AEW. Creative and, and, and of power and all that. So, yay. Very happy to have her back there. Uh, very happy to hear her and Mercedes are going to be working together and having fun. But again, like I'm very much a wait and see uh, when it comes to this. Because again, we've heard this so many times. X is coming in to work with Tony and they're going to make it different. And outside of a few production changes, as of late, creatively, we haven't really seen much of a difference yeah. in my opinion uh all right and then over in new japan they had new beginnings overnight nick nimeth defeated david finley to become the new japan global champion and matt riddle defeated ta- president tanahashi to become <laughs> new japan's world television champion <gasps> Oops, excuse me uh yeah i'm you know good for nick real positive time for nick uh riddle uh, obviously, again, like especially in the wake of all the allegations and stuff, again, and people having to really sit and think about who are we supporting. Interesting guy to put your title on right now. And I did, and I hate to invoke Bischoff, uh, but mm. he made a comment the other day that I saw about how Lesnar might be able to find a resurgence in Japan where they keep less up with like American cultural issues and maybe just are like, oh, it's Brock Lesnar, right? So like he could yeah. go over there. Um, definitely feels like the the 
cultural distancing from American news is playing in Matt Riddle's favor here. And he really needs to keep his powder dry. That That's yeah. for goddamn sure. Um, it's, it's, it's a really strange decision, I think. I think over the last couple of years, New Japan have made some really strange decisions because they put two of their big single titles on two guys that are part-time when all their full-time guys that they're hedging their bets on are leaving. Jay White's gone. Will Ospreay's gone. Kuzuchika Okada's gone. And yet the guys that are there, that they're supposed to be the future, are losing and, and not really, you know, getting a spotlight put on them. It just seems very strange. I, if I had to guess, the, the logic here on Tanahashi's end, in New Japan's end, maybe that they've grown the Japanese bubble as, as as wide as they can. Everybody in Japan knows, if you're a wrestling fan, you know New Japan for wrestling. We don't need yeah. to, there's there's no room to grow there, right? Yeah. So how are, we, how are we going to expand our footprint? We have a growing uh, United States audience. How do we get more United States fans engaged with this product? It, it could be a concerted effort on that part, but uh, you know, if you like uh, Coca-Cola and they change the flavor up, you run a risk of people rejecting the new Coke, right? <laughs> as much yeah. as you thought it could bring people to the table. So it is, I agree. It is some interesting decision-making, but just trying to play devil's advocate. I could see why they are maybe trying to maybe bring in more United States fans with these kinds of decisions. Yeah, especially with their expansion to the U.S. over the last couple of years, which I think they're probably going to try and push a bit more. Obviously, they couldn't with the pandemic over the last couple of years. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our run sheet here. About to throw to Candice LeRae. A uh, very fun interview to, to wrap up the show. Again, if you're listening to us in podcast form, thank you so much. We're here twice a week. Uh, go over, leave a nice uh, review, rating, comment, all of that stuff. Hit the subscribe button on here or YouTube. It all really helps uh, the cause. Uh, Monday is going to be a real busy day. Um, we are going to be doing a House of Wrestling podcast early in the week. No Friday episode next week. We'll do Monday, Wednesday, me and Ennis. Uh, Monday's episode is going to be looking at obviously the fallout from Elimination Chamber and whatever news. Was, obviously, we're going to be talking about how Solo Sokoa did it for The Rock and won the men's <laughs> chamber. Oh, you were right. Of uh, so so very right. Um, and, then at, and then a couple hours later after Raw, uh, I'll be joined by Matthew England, uh, our good friend and gold member. We are going to talk about Raw and more news late at night. Um, we're also going to start rolling out more interviews again on Monday, and we're just going to kind of just try to get things moving again, everybody. I wanted that, you know, you're all great. Many of you support me. You say very nice things to me. I appreciate that. Uh, Ennis has been invaluable to keeping House of Wrestling alive and functional <laughs> and um, exceptionally uh, understanding of uh, the, the mental health struggles I've been dealing of with course. recently. Um I laugh a lot because what else are you going to do? So uh, hoping Monday to get kind of uh, back into the system, but I have a couple ideas uh, I'm kicking around right now that'll hopefully um, give everybody something to chew on and pass around and think about and hopefully get out and get active. That's what I'm, that's what I'm, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do something about this. I'm so sick and tired. Content I, is coming. That's what you need to know. Content is coming. Stuff is happening. Not just content. We're talking about a movement, people. I am mm. so tired of sitting around saying, what are we going to do? What are gonna, what's going to change? Nobody's doing anything right now. You want to, you got a problem in AEW? You got to go talk to the guy in the fuzzy hat and sunglasses. Okay. You got a, you got a problem <laughs> in WWE? Just, just know they're doing everything possible. <laughs> shy of responding to my emails about what exactly that is. Okay. So, um, got real loud there. So we're going to do something people I'm thinking about, it. I'm getting motivated. I'm talking to some folks right now and we're going to 
get out there, man. We're going to try to change this business for the better. That's goddamn big tease on my part. And I hope I can follow up on that with a strong landing. Um, NS, anything you want to plug, promote, put over here before we wrap it up? Uh, nope, just my Twitter, at NS underscore McVeigh. You can go, probably, I'll probably talk about Elimination Chamber on there, but it's not on the House of Wrestling Twitter. You'll find my comments somewhere. Yes, go support NS, everybody. All right, with that, uh, I'm going to pull up this video file that I was supposed to have all ready to go. <laughs> absolutely blew it. Just absolutely blowing it. This is the, the premiere preparation you get through the clubhouse. We'll cut all this right. out in the YouTube thing. It's fine. No, I won't. I'm going to keep this all intact. <laughs> this is all staying as is. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Here it is to wrap up the show, my interview with Candice LeRae. Everybody, Nick Hausman here, House of Wrestling at the Community Day event at the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club here in uh, St. Petersburg, right yes. outside Tampa, right? Yes, nailed it. Let's, yeah, doing so well. I'm doing great. Um, let's start here. I mean, you know, you, you got to see all these kids. They're so excited. They got this new uh, super space pack here that's got all the video games and everything like that. Did you take a look at it? I did. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I wish I had something like that growing up for me. I thought so too. Like, it's all WWE decked yeah. out and everything. And I think that what's extra cool about it is that some of the kids here got to take part in it. Yeah. So the love that they put into that and to share with everybody here is so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. And, they all, and the three kids that worked on it, they got title belts, they got $5,000 in scholarship, yes. right? It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I love that this is here for them and I love that I mean they were doing that for nothing they didn't know they were going to get any of this yeah. and they still did it and I love that I, they, they deserve it yes, they're, they're flocking to you as you're talking it's about a new day I would too it's uh, fine oh, yeah, that's right they're actually they're walking right past Candice LeRae to the new day I was actually trying to join the new day a little bit ago I told them I'd bust out my piccolo so I put it out there. I'm not going to lie this is the most unique <laughs> environment that I think I've ever done an interview in in my entire life now you said you wanted to join the New Day. I tried. I tried. They're actually my favorite faction, and I know I was in one, so that says a lot. They're my favorite faction of all time. The New Day, but you, Day. how can you say that? I know, but they are. Look at them. <laughs> They're very popular. They've with they've withstood everything, everything. Like I, look I, at them. I love WWE. Turn this. Can you you want to angle a little bit here? Candace is going to do it for us. This. Look at that. Should we just do the interview here, like because like. The new day right now. Yeah, exactly. Well, you you know, I think that you could probably be a good addition. All the other all the other stables have women, right? Why can't? Hey, are you guys down for Candace to join New Day? I told, I said I tried. The piccolo, see? <laughs> we literally changed. I turned this this way so I could be in the New Day. Yes. All right. All right. Well, she's in, I guess. Okay, we can turn this back now, real fast. Okay. All right. I got time for one more question now. I just hijacked. No, it's all right. This is this is all super good. You made my dream come true, so there it is. This is all super good. This is all super super good. Um, Austin Theory, what's the status? You like him? You hate him? You ever see working working with him on the main roster again? I I did actually just get asked if I could pick anybody, any man who was not my husband. He my husband excluded to pick Royal Rumble. I picked him because the mother sweet spot in me. What is happening? Love it. The, the, you're good. You're in this too. <laughs> the the mother soft spot. I want him to do really well. Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Candice. Soft spot of me is luring. Like all these children are coming here to hang out and be a part of this. <laughs> you know, Thank you. But see, I'm patient with this. I love this. this I'm thriving right now. <laughs> you are in the zone, Candice. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you.